Hello, everyone. This is Lynn Stacy with the Victoriously Anointed Podcast. I am so glad that you could join me for today's episode. Get ready for a treat. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Victoriously Anointed Podcast. I'm your host, Lynn Stacy. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. It's a blessing to be able to come and speak the word of God, to speak the word of life um, that we have access to through the blood of Jesus Christ, through life in Jesus Christ. Um, it's such important for us to be able to receive and to know that he loves us. He loves us and he wants us to grow into who he desires uh, for us to be. And that is successful, healthy, living in abundant individuals. Here is today's affirmation. Here on the Victoriously Anointed Podcast, we want you to be affirmed by speaking life and speaking the word of God. Here is your affirmation for the week. I have been chosen by God to live an abundant life. Jesus Christ died and rose again for me to be able to live it. And I choose to live within that mind state of victory, recognizing that his thoughts towards me are good. And there is nothing I can do to erase his love in my life designed just for me. I hope and pray that you will use that affirmation for the week to help encourage you. Now back to the show. So today, you guys, uh, I just want to talk about just, um, I really don't know. Uh, today, I feel like I'm just on a freestyle kind of journey and just kind of uh, just going to talk and whatever comes out, comes out. Sometimes I do what you guys recognize is I do that uh, quite quite a bit. <laughs> um, I write things down sometimes, but sometimes just I feel in my spirit to do a podcast. And so I do a podcast and just expect that the Lord has something to say and he'll be able to speak it through me. <laughs> he'll be able to speak it through me. And that's um, I feel like that's how you know it's authentically real because I didn't I didn't get it from anybody. I didn't write it down. Um, I didn't even know what I was going to come on and say. I just kind of um, go with the flow and expect God to just um, pour out whatever it is that needs to come out of me out. Um, the Holy Spirit is real. Um, and so when you give him access to just um, your life and allow him to have his way, allow God to have his way, um, then you will find that uh, you will find uh, the beauty in just living for Christ. You know, the word tells us, don't take no thought for what you're going to eat, what you're going to drink, what you're going to do all those things but in that hour it will be given to you what is it needed when you need to say it and you know I never really just made that applicable to just you know when you have things that you need to say especially concerning God that you know what he doesn't always have to give you the word right um, like maybe a week or two or or a day before sometimes he'll give it to you in that hour you know how sometimes you hear people pastors and preachers get up in the pulpit and they say you know I had something prepared um, and ready to go in my study time um, but it's like when they get up there and they be really beginning to seek God then God will change and give them something new um, to speak that they haven't um, really quite uh, wrote, written the notes down or anything like that God does that that's how you that's how you know someone is open, open and accessible to God uh, for him to be able to give the people what they need uh, so sometimes you know um when a person is always coming from a scripted, uh, scripted place, uh, uh, sometimes 
that God can give you something off of a script he does, but sometimes he just want to speak directly to the people in the time that they need it in. Um, and sometimes, you know, based on how people respond to um, just different things in the atmosphere, maybe that day, um, God did have a word from them because of how they were living throughout the week. And then when they get to church on Sunday, something must have caused them to change and they enter into his thank grace with thanksgiving and his course with praise. And so he'll have a word of blessing that he needs you to kind of um, conform to the spirits of the people and how they have adjusted to God um, in their hearts maybe doing praise service or something like that. Um, so God, sometimes we will change um, different things in your life and change your perspective and how you um, see things. Uh, we think that just because, you know, oh, uh, this is what, uh, this is what things, how things were. And then we don't expect God to uh, change his mind. But God does change his mind sometimes. God does. And we can see it throughout scripture. Because, uh, And I would say that God already knows exactly what he's going to do anyway. But sometimes he wants to give you the opportunity to see that if you do live righteous and if you do um, make, make the right choices, then um, you're sowing a different seed. And that gives me the ability to respond to you differently. Um, now, God doesn't change. Um, his character remains the same. But I can give you evidence in scripture that God does change his mind sometimes. We can go to the, um, the Old Testament in Hezekiah. Uh, he sent Elijah, was it Elijah? One of the prophets <laughs> to give Hezekiah a word that, uh, that he was getting ready to die. And Hezekiah talked to God concerning this word that he received. And God sent back the prophet again to give him a new word. And God gave him an extra 15 years. We see in the book of Jonah where God was ready to destroy the people in the end of it because of their behavior. But God sent uh, Jonah uh, to uh, to give the, um, the people a word. And based on that word, that caused them to change their hearts and repent in their minds. Uh, repent in their hearts. And it it calls a new behavior out of them. And what did God do? He spared the people's lives. And so sometimes you can be facing judgment and you can, sometimes you can be facing things in life. And simply because um, you took heed to the word that God gave you and you um, heard what it was that the, the word of the person that, that was given to you. And what did God and what does God do? Um, he responds to your behavior. He responds to your heart. Um, and so he responded to the people in Nineveh's heart and he didn't send destruction on them. Um, and so when people tell me that, um, you know, God doesn't change his mind, I would say, well, there's evidence in the scripture to me that yes he does if I respond to him um, in the way that he needs to be responded some things are said and different things like that he wasn't going to change his mind concerning Abraham and different things like that when there's a covenant in place but when it comes to just different things in life and then when he talked to Moses when he talked to Moses, he was ready to destroy the people uh, because of their behavior. They were complaining and grumbling against Moses. They were they were doing things that they ought not have done. And, and God was, you know, uh, he knew that Moses had had enough of it. And uh, he gave opportunity for us to be able to see the heart of Moses and saying that, you know what, don't they're going to say that, you know, of you, God, that uh, you brought your people out here to destroy them. And so what did what did God do? He said, well, he's going to he allowed the people to keep on living. Um, but he did um, raise up the next generation and they missed the blessing that was for them. Um, they missed the blessing that was for them. And so it's so important for us to recognize and realize that um, when your heart really begins to just kind of, um, when your heart, uh, God looks at the heart. And so when when um, he knows that your heart has really um, evolved and changed, and sometimes too, when, you know, I feel like, you know, when he allows us to see the validity of the of how a person was living and that the fact that he's willing to hear and just open to their cry, I believe he wants us to know that, you you know what you can talk to me i believe in those instances he wants us to know that you know um that you that you can talk to me uh I, I, i'm a god of reason i'm not gonna sit up here and make no bargain chips with the devil 
but I will, I do hearken unto the cry of my people and the voice of my people. Um, so it's so important for us to know that. It's so important for us to know that. And we may say, well, there's instances in, in where God didn't change his mind. Yeah, he didn't change his mind, but did the people change their hearts too? Um, it's a question to be asked. I believe that sometimes God allowed the prophets and different things to come into place because God wanted to give them an opportunity to change their hearts so that he can give them the, a, a blessing rather than the judgment that was coming upon them because of the way their hearts were. <laughs> and so we would see instances in scripture where the people went under judgment because they didn't have the ear to hear what the prophet was saying. And so it's so important for us to open up our hearts to be able to receive from God so that we can receive blessing from God. Uh, uh, sometimes we want to be blessed by God, but we, we don't want to hear what he is telling us. And so we have to open up our hearts to hear him and to receive from him um, so that we can be able to walk in um, the light of his love and be able to walk in an abundant life. Uh, part of living in life in abundance, you know, John 10 and 10 tells us that the thief comes not, but to steal, kill and destroy. But I am come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Part of living life abundantly is adhering to what God tells us to do and walking in obedience concerning his word and what he is um, giving you to do. And so uh, sometimes, you know, just that's just how life is. You know, uh, when when Samuel, uh, when they, the elders came to Samuel and said, you know, give us a king to rule over us. Um, Samuel didn't agree with that word. God wasn't even in agreement with the people uh, uh, wanting a king because he was their king. But he allowed it to be so uh, simply because he knew the hearts of his people. Uh, he knew the hearts of his people. And, you know, something else could have a lot worse could have occurred. They could have killed Samuel and put a king in place um, just because but he wanted it done in order he wanted it done in order even though they were they were wrong in their asking because they had rejected god um but um, i believe in allowing that king to be put in place it gave the opportunity for the people to see that they were wrong and it also gave the people the opportunity um to be able to change their hearts and their minds and be able to cry out to god um because even in their wrong god still um had the heart for the people and which is why he raised up david um, in order to replace the king that really was there for them to learn and to teach them and instruct us what was written before time was written for our learning um and and it was written really so that we will repeat some of the same mistakes that they did even though sometimes we do find ourselves repeating those mistakes um in our own lives it gives us the opportunity to know where we made the mistake and how we can correct it and what happens as a result if we don't correct those mistakes that we made in our lives repentance is such a it's such a a, a big part of just walking with god the Lord tells us, if my people are called, if my people, and he gave this to Solomon, King Solomon, uh, for the people, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and I will heal their land. Many of you may be going through something in your life as a result of your behavior, but if you repent and you turn from the thing that's causing your uh, causing your life to go down or southward um, or just haphazard, then the Lord will heal your land. Um, he'll, he will heal it. And so um, sometimes we get so caught up in just doing things a certain way and we feel like you know what it's too late for us it's it's, it's not nothing's going to change but if the lord is convicting your heart if he's sending you a word that gives you the opportunity to change and to walk by faith that means he's letting you know that it's not too late it's not too late to turn that away from you you just have to um, have a heart to receive it and walk in it out by faith um that you know what if i just continue to do if i do what the lord is requiring of me then um this judgment that was going to occur in my life isn't going to occur in my life anymore because uh that I want God to respond in a way that says, you know what, I want him to respond in the way that blesses my life. Um, and so I have to be willing to change the things in my life that's necessary for me to change in order to receive the blessing that Lord, the Lord wants me to be able to receive. Because sometimes, you know, 
we we don't always know which way to go without God. We don't. Uh, sometimes, you know, even when God tells us, you know, this is what he needs or requires of us, we still need God in order to know how to put those things together and how he desires for them to be done. And so it's so important for us to recognize it doesn't matter what part, what stage of life you find yourself in. You're always going to need God. I don't care if you've been saved for 25 years. You still need God in order to know how to get there because times change. Generations change. Um, God has uh, just he, he, he get ushers in new ways of things. Jesus was a new way. John the Baptist was a new wave. Um, and so um, it's so important. They weren't getting baptized before John the Baptist. <laughs> um, and so it's so important for us to understand and recognize that uh, God knows how to evolve with the human race. <laughs> but his character doesn't change. It stays the same. He's the same today, yesterday, and forevermore. His character is, um, his character, his ways, his thinking is enough for every generation, um, is appropriate for every generation that exists. Um, he knows how to allow us to, um, be able to operate with where we are in life. You know, we, we can't, we couldn't, uh, the, the, the old Testament and the new Testament, let's look at that as an example. Uh, the way that, you know, they were sacrificing animals that he understood that, you know, centuries from, from today, living in today's time, these people aren't going to be able to understand everything when it comes to sacrificing animals. So I'm going to read that up and I'm going to become the lamb myself so that they can just take on my name. And that's how he evolved um, with the, the, the time periods um, that he knew were to come. He was generations ahead. Um, and so um, that's how God works. And so um, that's how he works. And that's what I mean by evolving with the times because he understands how um, man's mind is going to evolve. He knew how man's mind was going to evolve. He knew um, the different technologies and different growth process that earth and the human race was going to take on. And so he stays the same. He stays consistent and different things like that. But his consistency is enough to last throughout every generation, throughout all generations. Uh, we, we don't have to uh, worry about whether or not God is going to do it. He's going to do whatever he says he's going to do. <laughs> his word won't come back to him void. And so it's so important for us to understand and recognize that um, we serve a timeless God. We serve a limitless God. And we serve a God that um, knows how to bring in the new. Um, he knows how to usher it in. He, we serve a God that understands and knows um, the hearts and the intents of man. And so he, he understands. He knows how to grow with the human race. He knows how to actually, I would say, he knows how to grow the human race and allow the human race to evolve with him. <laughs> to evolve with him. Because he knew already that, you know, uh, about electrical current and all this type of stuff. It's the human race that's catching up to the knowledge that God had already obtained. And so he knew what to release in the earth at the time that it was going to become available for the human race. I'll put it that way. <laughs> and so it's so important for us to recognize that we serve a God that is um, beyond us. But somehow he still gives us the information and knowledge that we need to be able to exist in the time that we do exist in. Um, and so I do hope and pray that this podcast has been a blessing for you. And I hope and pray um, that you would seek the Lord concerning your life and the things in your life. Um, I, I will just pray. Um, that you would just seek God and just allow him to really just uh, transform your life and get under the atmosphere of people um, that know God, um, get in the atmosphere of people that know God. Um, so you will know that they know God because there's going to be something different about them. And the stain of Jesus is visible in the person's life if you stay around them long enough. So uh, I would say if you want to be, if you want God to be made known to you, he's going to make himself known. And so, that is the sound of a vacuum cleaner.
I'm going to go ahead and end this podcast with a prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your love. We thank you for the peace, mercy, and favor, Lord God, that you have given us. Thank you, Lord God, for making all things new. You are the great Father. There is none like you in all the earth, Father God. We ask, Lord God, that you would just remove the scales off our eyes so that we can see the things that we need to see clearly um, in you, Lord God, and how to go about doing them. You are the great Father. And there is none like you in all the earth. We bless you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I pray that you will go forward and be blessed. Hello, I'm Lynn Stacey. I encourage you to become part of the movement, the movement of Making Jesus Bigger. You can find out more about the Making Jesus Bigger movement by following me on social media at Lynn Stacey Studios on Instagram and Facebook. You can purchase the t-shirt Making Jesus Bigger because we have been given victory in Jesus Christ on the website www.lynnstacystudios.wixsite.com backslash media. By becoming part of the Making Jesus Bigger movement, we are choosing to be lights in the world. Be blessed in Jesus' name, and remember to always go forward and be blessed.